Welcome to AP Live with Alicia Pitts, finally known as Pastor Pitts, podcasting from Melville, New Jersey. Welcome to Live Inspired Radio Program with your host, Reverend Alicia Pitts. Last week, we talked about being a light in a dark world. Today's message is entitled, Let Your Light Shine. Let Your Light Shine. Scripture is coming from Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 12. And it reads, The grace of God has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness. The grace of God has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness, irreligion, and worldly passionate desires to live discreet, temperate, self-controlled, upright, devout, spiritually whole lives in this present world. Today we are talking about let your light shine. Let your light shine. So the scripture says the grace of God has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness. We are to reject and renounce all godliness. The Bible says that God's grace is sufficient for you and for me. God's grace is enough. God's grace brings salvation to all types of people. It doesn't matter whether you're good. It doesn't matter whether you're bad. It doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. God's grace brings salvation to all types of people that hear it. The Bible tells us that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say unto the church. So God's grace brings salvation to all types of people that hear it. No one is beyond the reach of God's grace. I don't care if the person is a child molester. I don't care if the person is a pedophile. No one is beyond the reach of God's grace. I don't care if the person is a homosexual. No one is beyond the reach of God's grace. No sinner is beyond the reach of God's grace. The Bible says that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So no one is exempt. We all are sinners saved by grace. 
So no sinner is beyond the reach of God's grace. I don't care what you do in this life. No sinner is beyond the reach of God's grace. One of the major hindrances of God's grace is self-righteousness. Self-righteousness will keep you from experiencing God's grace in salvation. Salvation is another word for deliverance. So if you feel as though that you don't need to be delivered from anything, then it will hinder you from experiencing God's grace in salvation. That's what happened with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They thought they had it all together. But their self-righteousness hindered them from experiencing God's grace. Today we are talking about let your light shine. Let your light shine. So let's look at the second part of that verse. It says the grace of God has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness. It has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness, irreligion, and worldly passionate desires, things that are the opposite of God. It has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness and worldly desires to live discreet. In other words, living a temperate, self-controlled life. It has trained us to be upright, devout, spiritually whole lives in this present world. You can live a holy life in this present world. You can live upright. You can do the right thing in this present world. God's grace trains us who are saved in godliness it trains us who are saved in godliness god's grace it includes teaching it includes correction it includes discipline we need those things to be able to reject and renounce all ungodliness in order to reject worldly desires the passions of this world grace has to train us and that training includes teaching it includes correction it includes discipline part of that process begins at salvation God's grace trains us it is a process that begins at salvation and continues until we stand before God till we leave this world we are constantly in training we are constantly 
being corrected. We are constantly being disciplined and we are constantly being taught. The Bible says that we are ever learning and coming into the knowledge of the truth. When you stop learning, you stop living. There is always something in our lives that we can work on. Even the Apostle Paul, he said, I have not already obtained, but I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Jesus. Grace does not mean that we live sloppily as we please. Some people use grace as a sin card. But grace does not mean living sloppily as we please, doing every and anything we're big and bad enough to do. Even the Apostle Paul, he said, all things are lawful, but not expedient. Meaning I could do whatever I'm big and bad enough to do, but everything is not beneficial for me. We are talking about let your light shine. Let your light shine. God's grace trains us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires. It motivates us to please God in everything that we do. When you have truly experienced God's grace, it motivates you to want to please God in everything that you do and everything that you say. Grace is a wonderful thing. So once we have experienced the grace of God, we should be saying no to ungodliness, no to worldly desires, no to selfishness, no to pride, no to greed, no to lust. God's grace is sufficient. God's grace is enough. Grace trains us to live sensibly. In other words, it trains us to live a disciplined life. It trains us to live righteously, doing the right thing, having integrity, doing the right thing when nobody is looking. It trains us to live godly in this present world. We can live godly. We can live holy in this present world in this present time grace trains us to live in a self-controlled manner having a life of integrity living a life of integrity and uprightness in dealing with others grace has a way 
right? The Bible says, how can you say that you love God who you have not seen and you cannot love your brothers and sisters who you see every day? The Bible calls that man a liar. I'm here to tell you on today, my brothers and sisters, that God will judge us according to how we treat one another. So it is very important that we live a life of integrity and uprightness when we deal with one another. We're talking about let your light shine. Let your light shine. Living a life of holiness and being devoted unto God. Holiness, being set apart for the master's use. Devoting, being committed unto God. As a Christian, we must do it. Live a life of holiness and being devoted to God. The Bible says that we are to be holy even as he is holy. That is a commandment. That is not something that you can pick and choose whether you're going to do it or not. It's a requir- it's a requirement. Although we live in the world, we are not to be of the world because there is a difference. And what is it talking about? Not being of the world. In other words, worldly in your ways. Because if we're not careful, it is easy to become worldly without realizing it. We need godly influence of spiritually mature people in our lives. Who are you connecting yourself to? The Bible says that bad company corrupts good manners. So it's important that our circle is surrounded with godly influence, with spiritually mature people in our lives. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. We are talking today about letting your light shine. Let your light shine. We also need to be a student of God's word. God's word can change our ungodly desires and train and establish godly character in us. Let me say that again. We need to be a student of God's word. God's word can change our ungodly desires and train and establish godly character in us. When you look at the word character in the Greek, it means it is an an engraving instrument. When you engrave. Thank you for listening. You can hear the next episode every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Share my website with others. It helps me with listeners. Also, subscribe to my emailing list to receive a free ebook. So until next time, 
Live inspired.